a diagnosis, something that we spend years and years searching for. And then when we get it, we feel like we got an answer. But did we really? Did your diagnosis answer the question, why? If it didn't, you're in the right place. I'm going to teach you the why behind your health struggles right here on the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. What's the worst piece of health advice you've ever received? Sarah says, I went to the ER with severe lower abdominal pain and back pain, could barely walk. At first they thought appendix, but then nothing was showing up on the labs or scans. ER doctor told me to go home, have a glass of wine and relax. Kept going to doctors and specialists. They told me I had anxiety and nothing physically was wrong with me. My gyno suggested endometriosis and even went on to further suggest a surgery to confirm a diagnosis and endo removal. Finally went to a doctor who suggests issues with my psoas muscle. Never even heard of it. After PT, I nearly felt 100% better. Literally went to over a dozen doctor appointments telling them how active I was. Then the next day could barely walk before someone even mentioned muscles. I'm going to do my best to not comment on these out loud. I will comment them in my head. But as you're listening, I want to know what's the worst advice of your health that you've ever received, whether it came from a doctor or somebody else. If you're listening on the podcast, come join the conversation and join us on Facebook at Dr. Kylie Burton and uh, stay tuned because I've got a whole lot more. Here we go. And just know that if you've been told something crazy, you're not alone. And I'm going to teach you the five steps you need to take to get your body into a healing environment, even when nobody knows what to do with you. Tammy says, the first horrible doctor experience for me was after the birth of my second baby, the last one. I would get horrible pain starting in my back and came around to the front. I had six major attacks lasting six to eight hours. I begged them to check my gallbladder, but what did I know? Sure enough, it was my gallbladders, my gallbladder, you only have one of those. Doctors just won't listen. Eileen says, in my youth, I ended up in the ER with an asthma attack. They sent me home with a prescription for theophylline a couple days later and back in the ER with very weird symptoms. The doctor told me I needed a psychiatrist because they had just seen me a couple days ago. Turns out it was weird side effects of the theophylline. And I asked her, how did they figure that out? She says, I stopped taking the medicine because it was the only thing I knew. Symptoms went away quickly, but it has made me fearful of dealing with the medical community. I know that most are good, but just want to help and just want to help people. But I can't seem to help being uncomfortable dealing with them. No no offense to health workers. I know that's my issue. My reply, I said, oh, you're not alone. I refer to it as their toolkit. It's very limited. If your symptoms don't fit under an umbrella, aka a diagnosis, then they don't know what to do. The only tools they have in their toolkit is the pill that goes along with the diagnosis. I had to escape the system and make my own toolkit. It was not okay with me to get the same results everybody else was getting. Kate says, lose weight. That's all you need to do to get pregnant. If only that was the only time I'd heard that. Fertility clinics, if they're telling you to get pregnant and just to get pregnant, to lose weight. Um, That's not the truth. And it kills me knowing that she's not the only one who's been told this. 
Aubrey commented, I was told that I need to gain weight to have a baby. Then Kate goes back, hey, I'll give you my excess. <laughs> my one IVF cycle that failed made me lose about a third of my hair, triggered full body psoriasis, and gained about 10 pounds. If you're looking for answers about fertility, you're in the right place. Fertility centers don't really have them. They just have treatments to try to force you, your body to get pregnant. We can help you figure out the why and remove it, balance those hormones, remove the infection, whatever it may be. It's not because you're not losing weight. It's not because you need to gain weight. It's not your fault. It's the result of living in the environment that we've lived in. Natalie says, to have my stomach stapled, I'm overweight, but I don't eat that much. My reply was, if only weight was simply food and exercise, you wouldn't find 80 trillion responses to how to lose weight on Google. She ends up telling me that she's got PCOS, that been diagnosed with diabetes, working on it the slow and steady weight, but she's down 30 pounds and has about 60 more to go, which is really good. If you have PCOS and you're able to lose weight, that's pretty dang good. She does portion control, does not calorie count, and uh, pretty cool. Aubrey says, I went to the ER with a ruptured ovarian cyst at 21, and the ER do doctor told me to get a hysterectomy. 21 years old? Mm. She doesn't want to have babies, right? Hysterectomy, that's the answer. Amy says, when my daughter was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, get this. They told us that she could eat whatever she wanted except regular pop and syrup. She just needed to dose for it. Maureen says, I had sinus infections every other month when I was in my 30s, and the ENT told me I should see a psychiatrist to help me with my problems. Following up in the conversation, she says, I ended up going to an allergist instead and started taking allergy shots. It made a big difference and only get two to three sinus infections a year now. Samantha says, just wait another six weeks and see if it goes away. Further on down the conversation, she says that she has a condition that causes her muscles to draw in on themselves. At that point, my hand had been closed 10 weeks. Steve says, I was told to stop taking steroids and to get off Google, what was it, WebMD, because it's impossible to have the diagnosis that I walked in there with. So what's the craziest health advice you've ever get been given? Let me know in the comments below. And if you're joining us on the podcast and you'd like to come join the conversation, please do at Dr. Kylie Burton on Facebook. So if you've been to doctor to doctor to doctor to specialist to specialist and nobody knows what to do with you, here's what everybody does first. And it's a great first step but it's not a way to live your life. Food. They eliminate everything. One mom I was talking to, her husband's been deathly ill for a couple of years now. He has a law degree, but is unable to work because of his health. So the financial stress and the burden has been heavily placed on her as a school teacher. And they haven't had sugar in three years. They literally have cut out so many foods 
just trying to find answers in some way, shape, or form. And I guarantee you she's not the only one. In fact, when I started this, I thought that I was going to have to put people on this elimination diet is what we were taught about, right? Where they're cutting out the big culprits, the big food culprits of gluten, dairy, soy, sugar. And what I'm finding and what I found very early on is that people are already doing this. They're cutting out these immaculate gardens, these vegetable gardens that they love to build and to grow. They're not even eating them, eating vegetables because some food sensitivity test told them to cut these foods out so they could feel better. So they did. Speaking of food sensitivity tests, let's get into this a little bit because I've scrolled through my Facebook feed and I find multiple food sensitivity companies that have tests and they want you to pay for it and cut those foods out. Try my hardest to not comment. Sometimes I fall culprit to commenting. <laughs> And then I just turn off all the notifications and I ignore the post after that and I hide the ad. So when it comes to food sensitivity testing, the problem is, is that those tests are testing the food in one form. That's the raw form. So if you're getting a food sensitivity test, no matter where it comes from, even if it's your doctor's office, they're testing your broccoli, cauliflower, kale, sugar, milk, dairy, like all of it is in the raw form the one form of protein that they can test. If you want to actually get a real food sensitivity test, you have to go through Cyrex Labs. Cyrex Labs is a doctor-ran facility. You need to go through a doctor who runs those labs to get them. That is the most comprehensive food sensitivity test because they test the, food, the foods in multiple protein structures. For example, when you cook broccoli, the protein structure of that broccoli changes. Your food sensitivity test doesn't detect that change. If you were to add broccoli into a casserole, the chemical structure, the protein structure of that broccoli is going to change. And the food sensitivity test does not deem that, does not alter that, or does not, I should say, test for that change in, in protein structure. So the food sensitivity tests, please don't fall for them. 99 bucks can be very well spent elsewhere. If you're finding yourself eating nothing, just trying to survive, this is where you need to be because I'm going to teach you what you should do instead or how to start eating food again. Going sugar-free for the rest of your life, if you can do it, props to you. I'm not even going to try because I like my chocolate, I like my holidays, and I like parties. I want you to like them too. Yes, do I eliminate foods like dairy? Yeah, I don't do dairy. I occasionally have ice cream. Um, I have cheese, but dairy is my food culprit. My acne comes back. The asthma comes back. Just the sluggish feeling comes back. So to me, it's not worth it. We do the almond milk. We do the alternatives. So there are those things that are going to have to be cut out for the rest of your life. If you have celiac disease, you better eliminate gluten and all sorts of it and anything, right? But when it comes to... What do you do when nobody knows what to do with you? Cutting food out, it's a great place to start, but it's not the place to end. Let me teach you the five steps on where you should end. Why? Because it changes your life. And when it changes your life and you feel better, 
so is everybody else around you going to feel better. Now, I want to preface this that I actually teach this stuff to doctors. In fact, just before I got onto this Facebook Live, I taught a thousand practitioners how to read a CBC, which is the regular blood test that we all get from the doctor's office. I teach them how to do that. I teach them how to do something at least every Tuesday because this stuff works. And if you're getting your labs read by the right person, then you're getting the right answers. You're not just being told that your labs are normal. It's because you're a mom. Or you're not just being told that we don't know what to do with you. Um, go try something else or go try an antidepressant or, you know, and so-and-so so is a specialist in this or the internal medicine doctor or whatever they want to toss you. Alternative care is the same way. Alternative health. If people are throwing darts at the dartboard trying to figure out what your stuff is, here's what you really what you really need to know because I see all of these people. I help all of them all. Whether they've been tossed from doctor to doctor in the Western medicine world or they've tried multiple avenues in the alternative world as well. Numbers. Numbers never lie. You just need to be able to read them right. Okay? So... Based off of your labs, the blood test that you already have in your possession, you can rule out step number one, anemia. Okay, if you have iron anemia, your cells cannot receive oxygen. Oxygen is really important. If the cells are going to function, they need that stuff. Iron is required to transport oxygen to all of your cells. If you don't have enough iron, that's going to be a big time problem. So get this anemia portion ruled out. I also want to throw on some vitamin D. We call it vitamin D anemia for the sake of this thing. Vitamin D is the more research I've done on it, the more powerful it has. In fact, there was a doctor who was doing research, some research on autoimmune diseases, specifically MS, psoriasis, and vitiligo. And he was taking crazy high doses of vitamin D with these patients and watching as that was a huge key factor and then putting this autoimmune disease issue to the history, in their history, putting it into remission. So the MS flares go away and the psoriasis, scaly skin, you don't have to try the latest commercial ad for whatever pharmaceutical is out there next. Or for rheumatoid arthritis, <clears throat> And you're being told that you have to have injections for the rest of your life with Humira. And then the Humira commercial says that it doesn't hurt as bad anymore, right? He's literally taking 35,000 IUs of vitamin D per day with these patients. Now, my recommendation is 25,000 IUs. And I have received slack from that, both from the patient world and from the doctor world, but I don't care. If it works, it works, I'm gonna stick with it. And the amount of labs I've pulled, I've pulled hundreds and hundreds of medical records. I have seen one vitamin D status at an optimal level, not normal. Everybody's lab status is normal unless you're really, really bad, right? Because the normal for vitamin D is between 30 and 100. That's a big range. And I promise you're gonna feel like crap if your vitamin D is at 30. If it's at 
between 80 and 100, which is where I like to see people, now you're going to start feeling good. You're going to curb the anxiety, curb the depression, curb, in this case, autoimmune disease. You're going to curb the nobody knows what to do with me. Where should I start? Food's a great place to start, but it sucks. And it's not a great place to end. Next, go into vitamin D. 25,000 IUs of vitamin D per day for a month. Now, if you were to look at your supplement, which I have everybody do when I talk to them about this, go grab your vitamin D that you have on the shelf and you'll find that sometimes they get 25,000 IUs, it's going to take like 75 capsules a day. That's crazy. Get the vitamin D that I have. You can order it on the website, drkylieburton.com backslash store. Go into the supplements, find the vitamin D. You can take five capsules and get 25,000, but it's more than vitamin D. What's in that stuff is phenomenal. And it's what I use to change the labs, to change the way you feel, to change what the numbers say. Three months, okay? 25,000 for a month, 20,000 for the second month, 15,000 for the third month, maintain at 10,000. And remember, this research guy, he is doing 35,000 for, I think he was doing it for like six months straight powerful stuff. Rule out iron, boost the vitamin D. Step number one. Step number two, which is the most common step I find when people are really struggling to figure out what in the world is going on. And it doesn't matter if they've tried every alternative practitioner, if they've done coffee enemas for two years straight, if they have done detoxing everything, detoxing under the sun, you can detox all you want. But until you kill this guy, the infection, the detox is only a piece of the puzzle. Now you can determine if you have an infection based off the blood work that you already have. You want the WBC, white blood cell count, to be between five and eight. If it's less than five or greater than eight, we have an infection. When your body is fighting an infection, it doesn't care what you're trying to do. You're not going to win. You're not going to get to a thriving position. Hashimoto's, fertility, chronic de- chronic and, um, fatigue, autoimmune diseases. I don't care what it is because the diagnosis doesn't matter to me. The diagnosis only tells me what symptoms you have, where your body is attacking. I want to know why. And this is a big component. Okay, so go grab your labs. White blood cell count less than five, greater than eight. WBC is also what it's known as. You have an infection. What type of infection? Well, come join me inside the Killing Beyond the Diagnosis tribe and I'll teach you. Or you can get inside the boot camps that start March 15th next month. I'll teach you. And then I'll tell you, based off of what type of infection you have, here's the protocol you need. Here's the supplements you need to start getting your life back. I don't care how many doctors you've seen, how many alternative Western medicine, whatever, if you're limiting yourself to five foods, it doesn't matter. If nobody knows what to do with you, start with the anemia, vitamin D, infection. Step number three also goes along with the infections is this thing that we call the gut. Now, there are people who are literally focusing their entire career on the gut, which is fine. It's cool. It's important, but it's only one piece of the puzzle. And the gut has more to do than just 
bacteria. Scroll through Facebook ads. I'm seeing magic pill for your gut issues. I'm seeing the magic test to determine all the gut issues. Um, and I'm seeing doctors putting their name on a supplement. And usually, to be honest with you guys, it's all the same supplement company. They just allow doctors to brand it their own way. It's all the same stuff. That's the funny part. Okay. So the gut needs to be specialized. It needs to be unique. It needs to be personal. Your gut is different than your son's, your family's gut, everybody in your family. And that's one of the reasons why, in this case, the mom is doing just fine and the husband's health is a disaster. I've talked to so many people who have lived overseas for a period of two years serving in an LDS mission. And ever since then, they've never been the same. Their health has never been the same. So common. And it's ultimately to the fact that nobody knows what to do with me. I've tried this. I've tried that. I've tried everything under the sun. What's there? What is there to do left? Cut out my foods. So I do. I don't need hardly anything. And because it's the dad and the family, the rest of the family does it as well. That's a great place to start, not a great place to end. I'm teaching you right now these five steps. If you walk through your, the five steps that you and I'm, that I'm teaching you, you'll be able to, on the other end of things, say, wow, I didn't know I could feel like this. It might take six months. It might take 12 months. It might take 18 months. But the faster you get on it, the faster your body's going to heal. I love it when I see teenagers and, and young adults. Because it's like, yes, they're not sick for very long. Uh, their body is currently changing. They're going to heal faster than the 50-year-old who's been suffering for 25 years. And it's going to take a while to get that tackled. So wherever you are right now, whatever age you are, the time is now. You've got two options. 21-day boot camp, if you just want to take a dabble in the, you want to dip your toe in the water, but still get awesome, incredible results. March 15th is when five boot camps are beginning. Registration begins March 1st. Links will be in the comments below when they go live. Okay. Second, the membership site. If you don't want to do the boot camp or if you don't want to wait, there is a membership community designed just for you. Designed for people who don't know, who are sitting in the shoes of, nobody knows what to do with me. I do. Let me teach you how to figure all of this stuff out, these five steps inside the Healing Beyond the Diagnosis community. Link will be in the comments below. If you get inside before the end of February, it's 99 bucks a month. How much money are you spending on your health right now? Where's it getting you? 99 bucks a month, that's it. If you were to go work with a functional medicine doctor like myself, one-on-one, -on -one, it's going to be at least 10K. Why? Because that's what they're charging. And then supplements are on top of that. And supplements can be anywhere from $150 a month, which is what I do, $150 a month. Why? Because the stuff I use work, works, and you don't need to take a whole crap load of it to do it. You don't need to take 25 pills four different times a day because this one causes a detox reaction. So then you need this herb to cover that. It's the same thing in the natural world as it is in the pharmaceutical world. Don't get fooled. Supplements are a billion dollar industry. So is the pharmaceutical world. In fact, one of the comments I had on my video I just did for these doctors 
was that this specific doctor said that she knows of practices who are charging $1,000 a month in supplements. That's not including the patient care. And they're taking hordes and st- hordes of stuff to just sort of feel better in any way, shape, or form. You don't need it. That's good business, guys. To be honest with you, it's just flat out good business. If you can sell $1,000 a month in supplements to one person, times that by 50 people, that's $50,000 a month in supplements. And then patient care on top of that. What I'm doing is I'm finding an avenue for you to start feeling better, to get healthy, for your family to get healthy and start living life again, to live the dreams that you've never dared to dream before. Think about this. Your health is stopping you from doing something. What is it? What if you could start doing that in six months? All for a very low cost. I figured out a way. That's the membership group. Healing Beyond the Diagnosis membership is designed to help more people at a more financially friendly cost. I'm available. I will read your labs. It's all included. Actually, in fact, we're going live every single week. And this week we're going live tomorrow with... Karen, who did our podcast episode on why can't I lose weight? She's going to come in and teach us what to eat to balance our hormones. And then on top of that, she's going to bonus us with a four-week meal plan on literally how to sync what we're eating with our hormone cycle. Because our hormone cycle is 28 days, right? Four weeks. Pretty dang cool. If you want it, come join us inside the Healing Beyond the Diagnosis tribe. 99 bucks a month. You can write a review for the podcast. Let us know by sending us an email at healingbeyondthediagnosis at gmail.com. And then in reply to that email, you're going to get the code for a 30-day free trial on me. Why? Because I want you to understand there is hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and it doesn't need to cost an arm and two legs. And probably a head, too, in some instances. It can get pricey out there. I've been to those seminars where they preach 10, 15, 20, $25,000 care. It's not necessary. Does it work? It better work if you're charging that much money. Does it work all the time? No. Set number four, gut, or, or set number three was gut. Make it personal. If you want that three-step gut rehab that I do, check back on the podcast episode. It falls around 27, 28, I think, somewhere in there. Episode on three-step gut rehab that will teach you everything you know you know to make your gut personalized and heal it, to conquer it once and for all. So you can start eating food once again. Step number four. A lot of people will start here. In fact, I get a lot of people with chronic fatigue telling me that they have adrenal fatigue. Could they? Sure can. But it's not the only cause of chronic fatigue. In fact, the biggest cause of chronic fatigue is a low-grade hidden virus that I can detect with the CBC using your regular blood work. One piece of the puzzle. Blood sugar and adrenals, when you're you're trying to heal this gland that's responsible for producing cortisol, your stress hormone, you got to do the two of them hand in hand. You can't treat one without the other. And if you're saying, well, I don't have blood sugar issues. My A1C is, you know, 5.4 and my blood glucose labs are 92. That's great. When you took the lab, that's a great A1C. But if you ever go from a seated to a standing position and you get lightheaded, that's blood sugar issues. If you are waking up numerous times a night with so-called insomnia, 
could be a blood sugar issue. There's a lot of these blood sugar issues that we just have our blood sugar growing like this. Oh, craving sugar? That would be a blood sugar issue. It's dropping, so you need the sugar and you're craving it, okay? Intermittent fasting, I'm not a fan because it messes with this blood sugar unless it's done correctly. And very few are doing it correctly. Blood sugar and adrenals go hand in hand. You can't heal one without the other. That's step number four. Step number five, you might think this is crazy, but it's true. We need to have the right amount of healthy fats. Goes along with the vitamin D. I always include the vitamin D and I always include healthy fats. Why? Because they help you mitigate the inflammation levels. If you have a bad lipid panel, your, your doctor's getting after you for the cholesterol and the triglycerides, just eat more healthy fat. Throw in some avocados. Throw in coconut oil when you're cooking or even avocado oil that doesn't taste like anything. Find these simple ways to add in the healthy fats and then supplement when needed. The supplements I use are CBO, RPM, and Vista 1 and 2 dramatically changes a lipid panel. The second component when it comes to lipid panel is the thyroid. Don't ask me how the correlation works, I just know it's there. When I see a bad lipid panel, I think two things. One, I need more healthy fats, and two, I gotta fix the thyroid. And by fixing the thyroid, I fix everything else that affects the thyroid, and I don't ever touch the thyroid in reality because the thyroid is just trying to keep its head above the water. When you can remove all of the things that are trying to sink it, that's when you get a healthy thyroid. I should do an episode on um, thyroid medication, actually. Why sometimes it works and why sometimes it doesn't and why you have to switch off multiple times to try to find the one that's right for you. There's a reason behind it all. One day I'll do the thyroid episode. So stick with me here. Follow the podcast. Be on the diagnosis with me, Dr. Kylie. If you're hanging out with the podcast, I'm glad you're here. I hope you're glad you're here too. So there's the five steps that you need to take when nobody knows what to do with you. Step number one, do you have a deficiency in iron or vitamin D? Fix both. Step number two, is an infection causing your body to fight, not thrive? Step number three, gut, your small and your large intestine, whole GI tract in general. But you gotta make sure that your bowel movements are flowing one, two times a day, Make sure everything is health, happy and healthy inside there. Number four, blood sugar and adrenals, they go hand in hand. The adrenals are what creates the stress hormone and produces the stress hormone we know as cortisol. Cortisol, blood sugar, thyroid, it's all one happy family. You got to have them all going healthy and efficiently if they're all going to feel good on their own. Step number five, healthy fats. Yep, that's it. There's the five steps that you need to take to get your body into an ideal healing environment, to start eating food again and enjoying life, to getting back to work. Literally, if your health is destroying your ability to work, invest a little bit, return a lot when you can get back into that workforce. If you haven't joined us already, come join us on the Facebook page, Dr. Kylie Burton. I want to know what's the worst health advice you've ever been given. Next, I'll see you on the boot camps or I'll see you inside the tribe.